0: Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan, and you are listening to episode 175 of the Create the Smart podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking to Rob Balasovas from Uscreen. You might have heard about Uscreen. It's a course platform, just like Kajabi or Teachable or Thinkific, but they specialize in memberships. And no, the aim of this episode is not to... To promote the software, although you're free to have a look, of course, we're talking to Rob because Rob is an interesting person in the creator economy. He has his own podcast called Coffee with Creators. He also runs a YouTube channel. And um, yeah, on top of that, he's also the head of community and partnerships at Uscreen. So we're just going to have an interesting conversation about why why you should go for membership or why not because who exactly is a membership membership for is it really for all kinds of creators or are there certain kinds of creators that are better off with a one-off course for example or is the perfect answer a combination of the two this is what we're going to explore in this conversation um it's a very spontaneous conversation Uh, i had a lot of fun i think well hopefully you're going to be able to hear that um yeah Enjoy. This is the Creator Smarts Podcast, the number one podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following to build a smart and future-proof education business. I'm your host, Jan. Hey. Hey Rob, welcome to the Creator Smarts Podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is you do.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jan. Thanks for having me here. This is, uh, this is awesome. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Rob Balasavis, uh, day job by day. <laughs> Sounds like a superhero. Uh, by day, I'm, uh, head of, uh, partnerships and, uh, community at a company called Uscreen, you uscreen.tv. Uh, we're a video membership platform. Um, and then also I'm a creator myself, I have a YouTube channel, I have a podcast that, that you're going to be joining me on, it's called Coffee with Creators, and um, yeah, just conversations with different uh, influencers and industry professionals and, you know, sort of, you know, people that are within the creator economy. Um, mm. You know, I'm based in uh, based in Vancouver, uh, Canada, sunny, beautiful time of the year here, um, and uh, here with my wife and, you know, two kids. Um yeah nine and thirteen years old, so uh got a got a full plate uh, these days <laughs> with everything all going right.
0: on so yeah. yeah let's talk about all of those things um, let's start with U screen because our listeners have heard about teachable they've heard about thinkific maybe they've heard about u screen okay. I'm not sure I hadn't heard about u screen until I met your team last year in l a so tell us a little bit about u screen when did it when did it start the course platform, the memberships. Tell yeah, us all about it. Yeah,
1: all about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to. Uh, so, Uscreen started in 2015, I believe. 2015, 2016. Um, it was uh, founded by a gentleman named PJ Tai. Uh, he's based in Washington DC, um, and um, yeah, for I would say, you know, just like most uh, platform software out there, the first few years we were just trying to find the product market fit. Um, really under the radar. Uh, even myself i didn't really understand really know you, what u you screen was up until i would say probably a few years ago 20 i want to say 2017 2018 started getting on my radar um i was still at thinkific at the time i was um you know I, we've, we've been chatting but i was uh you know early early days um employee number 1112 at thinkific which i think a lot of your audience members uh, are familiar with with that platform? Fantastic uh, season over there. Um, and during that time, yeah, I was you know didn't really know much about YouScreen, and um, you know uh, until about a few years ago. And I met PJ. Uh, I was with after you after Thinkific. I was with a company uh, called uh, Tube and TubeBuddy is a, TubeBuddy, yeah. a YouTube yeah a YouTube software. And so um, I was uh, also hosting the internal podcasts, internal live streams. And I had mm. PJ. I had met, met PJ, and uh, we had started discussing, you know, what Uscreen does, and it's really complementary because we're serving YouTubers, and that we're looking to build, you know, revenue streams outside of YouTube. And so we did some collaborations with screen from the TubeBuddy side, and um, and yeah, and then the opportunity came up to uh, to lead their partnerships, um, mm. you know, partnership channels here, um, and and uh, couldn't resist. There's an awesome opportunity to really build something from the ground up. In terms of partnerships, and um, and having looked back
0: ever since, uh, it's been a, it's been a great great experience so far. So there's there's many course platforms nowadays, right? We have Teachable, which is for courses, and then there is Kajabi, which is for I guess are trying to do everything, right? So for courses, also for mm-hmm. membership. With Uscreen, you guys have a very specific uh, customer avatar, I would say, creators, mm-hmm. right? So either YouTubers or people who do Instagram, maybe. Also, some short form, and then the specific angle that you guys have chosen is to focus on memberships, right? Instead of courses, I, th- I think you can also do courses, but membership is the main focus. If I'm correct, why? Why? Why is that? Well, yeah, tell us a bit about that.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a really good question. Um, you know, there's there's room for all, for both. Uh, you know, I think there's, you know, in in our world, uh, Jan, we're seeing a lot of conversations with creators and influencers. Um, about, okay, what do I build? Do I build courses? Do I build a membership? You know, sort of, sort of, that's a thinking that they're, you know, as they think through a bunch of other revenue streams, sponsorships, and affiliate marketing, and, you know, monetizing their newsletters and all those things. Um, you know, as they think about digital products, courses is, is, is a little easier, if, if, if that's the word. Um, uh, you can start out and build courses, launch it, it's a one, it's one product, right? It's a single product. There's a beginning and end uh, versus a membership. It's a little bit more, there's more work to be done. It's more commitment as well because uh, the, the nature of memberships is that it's ongoing. Um, hmm. And so, you know, for a creator, it takes a little bit more time for them to, to commit because it's essentially almost like launching, uh, you know, a whole new YouTube channel with a community and a content plan and all that stuff. And so, you know, we decided to really focus in on memberships because that's, I mean, for us, that's kind of where we see, you know, this uh, shift from the, the the target audience that we're looking to serve, which is the professional creator. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not, we, we would love to serve and help all creators out there, but we understand that the creators that do well with memberships are professional creators. They really see themselves not even as influencers, Jan, but they see themselves as um, you know, the term media company comes up a lot in our conversations yeah. with our customers or, you know, what are you? What do you identify as? as an influencer? No, we're not influencers. You know, influencer mm. means typically like a one person show. You know, they're doing everything. You know, they, they make the majority of their money from brand deals and um, brand ambassadorships and that sort of thing. They are more of a media company where they're building. Multiple revenue streams. They they have a team. They really are more entrepreneurial versus the yeah. creator, the talent. Yeah. So um, so that's that's where we see the the you know the economy and the industry moving into, and we want to serve that industry because we really do want to help creators build sustainable, predictable, recurring revenue. Um, you know, because there's so many, uh you know, there's so many fluctuating revenue streams out there, um, yeah. you know, from from AdSense to you know, you know, merch and all that stuff, um, you know, recurring businesses is for our, you know, for our, you know, in our viewpoint, is the best format mm-hmm. uh, business model out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, on the side note I just talked to some of your uh, team members earlier today and mm. they told me a bit about like the size of the company and I think Matt told me that you guys are about one hundred and forty now uh, revenue wise He didn't give me a number but I think it was above it was multiple dozens of millions let me put it that way <laughs> um, similar to course platforms like teachable so actually it was it was bigger than I thought in mm. the first place um, so do you think that there is a certain type of creator that memberships work better for than, than for all kinds mm. of creators? Is is there like yeah. a certain… That's uh, a good question. I mean, you, you said they need to be entrepreneurial, right? So not an influencer, but more like a, a mini media business or a bigger media business. Is there anything… Does it work better for certain niches, for certain… Mm. Yeah, anything else you can… Yeah, Maybe good, that.
1: good question. Great question. Um, in terms of niches, um, I, I've seen all niches that are represented on YouTube, uh, from fitness, cooking, e-learning, education. Um, sorry, e-learning and education the same. Uh, you know, entertainment, um, uh, even vlogs. You know, you know, sort of more of these personal brands that have become vlogs. Um, yeah, photography tutorials, like all magic. You know, channels. Um, they all tend to do well. It's not really a niche question. It's really, um, you know, internally we talk about, you know, what is required for a creator to be successful with memberships. It can either be one creator. That's no problem. But they need to have a couple things. One, they need to have the entrepreneurial side to understand the business side of being a creator. A lot of creators don't have this yeah you know skill set and that's not that's not a that's not a shot at creators is that creators are very creative in terms of mm-hmm. coming up with content mm-hmm. and uh creating engagement and drawing in a, an audience and building an audience Just amazing at that uh some creators have that business side but those that don't what we've seen is that they've brought on someone that has that business yeah. side of it you know whether as a partner as a um, maybe as a CO, COO or CEO of their business, um, a business manager, business strategist, maybe an agency, but somebody that handles the the business side of things, um, you know, to set that infrastructure up. Um, and so, it, it, it's not really a niche question. It's more of, um, do they have all of these things? And this is something that we have learned that, okay. These are creators. Creators are great at building content and, and, and building an audience. But to monetize the audience, there's a bit, sometimes they lack that skill set. And and so we are now looking to make sure that, like, you know, connecting with guys like you, Jan's, and no, it's no secret yeah. that, okay, how can we get Jan's? You know, this is something we talk about in turn. How, how can we get Jan's in front of other uh, mm. customers of ours so that everybody wins? You know, the creator... Gets advice and guidance in how to build their business because they have this audience that's untapped, um, and um, and then the agencies and the you know our partners yeah. are able to work with larger creators. So yeah,
0: that's interesting because we we just had the exact same conversation with your colleague, and he was he, he was mentioning <laughs> that that creators who have either a business partner or you know somebody who takes care of operations, creators who have that are much more likely to actually succeed with a membership or uh, w- with your platform because, totally. well, because I guess they have somebody who can take care of all those things, right? Yeah. And, you know, being a creator is a lot of work. Just creating content is a lot of work. And then if you're on top of that, also need to manage a membership, build a course, um, you know, customer support, uh, needs to be some designed, some copywriting, email marketing. It's... Um, so you would you say that the, that the demand of like creator coos is is on the on the rise?
1: 100%. 100%. I think as uh creators are maturing, not in age or anything, but just as they're maturing in their business, they're they're coming up against like okay, I have done as much as I can um to build this business on my own with my knowledge, with what I've learned on YouTube or, you know, through uh courses or um mastermind or something i need somebody to actually be working with me and taking care of this and taking it off my plate so that i can continue you know building this amazing content and continuously coming up with you know creative ideas for content you know i mean that's a whole another thing and and to stay relevant as a content creator alone is a full-time job um you know, and the business side of it is sometimes way too much. So, yes, the, the need for, you know, a COO, a creator COO, or a fractional COO, or something like that for creators, for influencers, is definitely going to be becoming more and more of a regular thing that you hear about.
0: Now, imagine that we have listeners who are creators, who have an audience, who are considering to either launch a course or a membership, but they don't want to do it by themselves. Um, any tips on how to find that COO? Is that somebody in your audience? Do they need to ask you guys for referrals? Um, how how do creators how have creators successfully done that?
1: Ah, well, I mean, they already know you, Jans <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Jans I mean, you know, we, <laughs> you, you know, you're very modest. I mean, I think you know, first talk to Jans That's my that's my advice, honestly. <laughs> uh of yeah. course we are happy we you know we we have relationships with uh a few of uh i guess i don't even know what to call them yet there's no real like term for for guys like you yet yeah, you know business strategists
0: create creator coo uh, <laughs> providers or something um yeah exactly b- business builders for creators um <laughs> right. operational manager yeah whatever something like that
1: whatever it is yeah yeah i mean we we don't have, I mean, we just have it sort of internally like, hey, like, you should connect them with so-and-so and so-and-so. So there's no official directory out there, you know, you can't Google this, you know, you can't Google these guys up, right? So, um, so yeah, I, I would say first talk to you. I think you are fantastic at what you do. You've helped so many creators really do this um, and take their audience, which they've worked so hard to build and monetize it, which... I'd love to talk about that as well because I think a lot of creators are, like, scared to do that. They feel like they're selling out, you know. Um, So to have somebody like you kind of advise them and and guide them through that, um, you know, I think it's really important. Because if creators are successful financially, it's better for everybody. It's better for them, of course. (laughs) It's better for the audience because they get higher quality content. And, uh, you know, everybody wins, you know.
0: It's a win-win-win, right? The creator gets more, well, they make more money, but they also make a bigger impact because people, you know, you can teach on YouTube, but it's limited, right? You cannot really go too much in depth because then the video doesn't get promoted by the algorithm. Um, You know, the algorithm focuses on on, on viral stuff. So, yes, you make more money, but you also make a bigger impact. You create more super fans because you create a more intimate relationship. Um, Yeah. There were a few more benefits, you know, this is like sales page, but I forgot, <laughs> as you can hear, I forgot part <laughs> of it. Um doesn't matter, it's a, win, it's a win for the creator, as you said, for the audience, because they're getting more value, and they yeah. get to learn something, they get to connect to other like-minded people who are interested in the same topic, and obviously also for, you know, wow. the person who helps the creator set all that up. Um, yeah. Talking yeah. about money, and this is a question that we that we that we get very often from creators okay jan um create a smart podcast really cool podcast but um is it worth it to to create a course i'm already good i'm making lots of money with adsense let's say uh i mean we 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 talk to creators regularly or doing i don't know maybe five or 10k with just adsense right Mm -hmm. i'm good um do a a few sponsorships deals on top of that. So, you know, monthly revenue between 10 and 20 K pretty good, right? Why should Mm -hmm. I bother to, to create memberships? Is it really that profitable? Like what, how how much, how much money can creators make with membership relative to AdSense? Is there anything you can or sponsorship deals? Is there anything you can say about that? I know it's a difficult question, but I'm just I'm just curious. No, no,
1: no, no, no. I mean, you know, let I mean AdSense. So, let's say AdSense. AdSense, by the way, you know, if you guys want to look this guy up, um, there's a there's a guy a, a friend of ours, um, Business Film Booth. He tweeted, I think, yesterday. He said, you know, uh, my channel, he's got about 300,000 subs on his channel. And he uh tweeted you know last month um his channel business Film Booth had the highest number of views ever in the history of um his channel, and he's been doing this for a few years now um but then he says in the same 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 sentence, uh but the adsense is dropped fifty percent, and so I mean, AdSense is essentially, you're just, it's so seasonal. There's so many factors. I mean, like my, my message, if nothing else, from this is that, and I think your audience is a little further ahead, yawns in their creator business that they probably have multiple revenue streams off platform. Yeah. But for those that are, you know, striving to become a YouTube partner so that they, they can earn AdSense, and that's the dream, That's the that's the plan to make a business... It's a really bad model. It's a really bad plan because it's it's really it's really feeble. It's really it fluctuates way too much. Um, just look and, at
0: the just look at the news, right? Like if you look at the yeah, big yeah. media companies who are relying on on advertiser revenue, like Vox, like even Jelly Smack mm-hmm. had to lay off eight percent of their staff. Um, this uh, yeah. uh, what else? We had Vice, of course, going bankrupt. BuzzFeed was, yep. was had to shut down. Um, there is media companies that that we talk to, like they have multiple channels with multiple, yeah. multiple millions of subscribers. They had to lay off half of their teams just because they relied on AdSense. And then ads, AdSense revenue dropped, um, I think in Q3 last year or something, right? So yeah. now they have to fire all those people. And I think that... And that has been like our pitch from the beginning: like, don't rely on the algorithm, don't rely on the sponsorships. Build your own business off YouTube, and the best way to do that, if you are in the education space, is by launching an education business, yeah. right? Whatever that is, it can be a newsletter, it can be a membership, it can be a course, it can be a high-ticket thing, it can be a mastermind. Um, Sorry yeah, for teru- yeah. interrupting. I think you were answering my question. And then I, I all of a No, sudden no, 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 that. that's, that's great. No, <laughs> I, I think that's... No, no, that's really good.
1: I mean, I think that's the first part. So AdSense that you had addressed, there's, like you said, the... the I mean, so sad. All those names that you mentioned, you know, these big companies that are being taken down because of that reason. Um, so let's just do really simple math here. Let's just say... Let's go CPM, AdSense, right? Let's say you have a $20 CPM, which is, I think, pretty average... Some countries are much lower, some countries are much higher, some creators are much higher in CPM. So CPM is basically what you make per thousand views. And so if you have a $20 CPM to make a hundred dollars, you need five, uh, 5,000 views. Is that right? Yes. 5,000 views. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. At $20 CPM, you make a hundred dollars. Okay. Very simple math. Now let's say you have a course you know, or a membership. Let's say you have a course, you say those same 5,000 views, even uh, maybe you're selling the course for, uh, let's say, $200, you know, which is a pretty average, low-ticket course. Um, You know, let's say out of the the 5,000, you know, you have a 1% um, that kind of clicks through your video and goes to your landing page, you know, and you kind of work this down. Let's say out of 5,000, you have five people that register and buy your course for two hundred dollars, right? That's a thousand dollars already, right? so yeah, same yeah. same amount of views,
0: yeah.
1: adsense, you get a hundred dollars with a course that's priced pretty low, two hundred dollars, make a thousand dollars. Now, nice. let's say that that instead of instead of you know two hundred dollars, maybe it's you know maybe it's nineteen or twenty nine dollars a month membership. So lower ticket. Mm-hmm. But the lifetime value of that member is maybe two years, right? Let's say 24 mm. months. I don't know the number off the top of my head. But um, you're you're probably making at least a couple thousand dollars uh, from the same views, right? Lifetime mm. value, right? Yeah. And so on a membership. And so that's, you know, these are the things that some creators are not really thinking through as much, Yans, that I find as you sort of... Build your business plan and strategy, but somebody like yourself will put this in front of them and say, "Okay, that's that makes sense to me." So let's 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 reshift our focus. Let's make sure that we have these business, uh, these monetary revenue streams set up in the back end, so that when we have views and we go viral and are you know we have all these things, that we have a business that can capture and turn that attention into dollars, into revenue. Yes. Right. So it's very important yeah, and- to do that.
0: And I think that for some niches, it's very obvious to do courses. Like especially if you have a like education education driven YouTube channel, right? So if you look at the Ali Abdals, like productivity teaching how to do YouTube, very profitable. Teaching foreign languages, profitable. Health and fitness, profitable. Like this works. If if you do that, and we actually we run we run the numbers. So this is a link I have. Li- <laughs> I have my LinkedIn here in front of me. Um, Published a post a while ago with the title, How Much Can Creators Make Selling Online Courses? And we did a breakdown. We looked at Ali Abdal because he always shares his numbers on YouTube, right? In 2022, he made 650K from AdSense and and 1.75 million from his cohort-based course. So it it means that he made about 2.7 times more with his cohort-based course. Than with AdSense, I'm reading here by the way, um, so that's interesting, right? So, yeah, three times more with courses than with AdSense. Now we thought that was a pretty high number. Then we asked around in our own community, in which we have many people who teach foreign languages. Um, in those niches, CPM seem to be much lower, but they make they make good money with courses. So if we look, like we surveyed uh, our own group, and that actually turned out that some of them was a, a big a wide range. Some of them were just making like more entertainment-based channels or entertainment-driven channels were just making as much with courses than with AdSense because they had viral entertainment-based YouTube channels and those can bring those can bring in lots of AdSense money, um, but th- th- those channels that were m- like uh, educational at at its core where they're really teaching in the videos, there we have seen multiples of of ten plus, right? So making ten times more with courses than with AdSense. I'm just... Um, um, I think the good thing about memberships is that it's it's an option for a very wide range of creators, right? <laughs> what I mean is, if you teach how to do YouTube or if you teach time management, management it's very obvious to, 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 to create a course. People are going to buy that. If you have need to come up with a good example here maybe you can help me but like yeah. a, a travel vlogger for example is not mm-hmm. very obvious to to sell a course right yeah. but you can sell a community for people who like traveling and share i don't know uh, travel pictures i'm making this up off the top of my head yeah yeah um would you agree that membership is something that's um that that's an option for a, a, a wider range of of creators like is that something that you you see or
1: yeah yeah absolutely um the way that you would look so a course is very specific there's again pros and cons courses are very specific to i'm looking to go from this point to this point right there's a transformation that's very specific right yeah um you know i don't know how to uh travel rome by myself but this course will give me the right way as a baby boomer to you know set up my uber account and how to use airbnb and this course will teach me how to do that um a membership is more like an experience like masterclass or netflix where there's categories right like okay today i want to learn about this today i want to see this though today's something different it's there's more variety so that as a creator you can have more variety there's um one really good example you guys can look him up is brandon washington he's a youtuber based out of houston And um, he talks all about photography and cameras, you know, and and he's got like really fancy, you know, uh, reviews and stuff like that. So um, his YouTube videos, because like you said earlier, Jan's like YouTube, um, there's the algorithm. The algorithm is your is the boss. Right. If you want to grow your channel, you want to you want to serve your audience on YouTube. But you really need to serve the algorithm. You got to play by the rules. And so his videos are typically, you know, eight to 12 minutes of a camera review or tutorial. Um, but he has a membership, it's called the Creative Fam Academy. Um, in the, inside the membership, for his loyal loyal subscribers that are paying the membership, um, they're actually asking him like, hey Brandon, don't edit your videos, give us the full 45 minute take breakdown of this camera. We want everything, we want, don't edit them. So now he's able to take that content that he is not using anyway, and, all, and make more money out of it, additional revenue stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, within that, he's also able to be more creative. And so he has a vlog inside of that channel. He has, uh, he's going to be launching a private podcast only to his members um, inside of his membership. Um, you know, he's got a talk show. He's got all of these things that just does not fit YouTube. But his super followers are willing to pay a month for. Um, and that's, that's what he's building, uh, for his membership. Right. So to your point, yes, you can, it doesn't have to be, it's easier to create content in terms of like, it's a more evergreen experience versus, okay, it's only this, I have to be teaching this particular course. Right. So, Mm. um, that said, he does have courses inside the membership, right, because there's a variety. So people are like, you know what, today I actually need to learn how to use this camera uh, for my job. So, oh, Brendan has a course. I'll just take the course, finish, end, then I go back to all the other content. Um, the other thing with memberships is that most people don't actually talk about because uh, Jan's, most people don't define memberships, um, in my opinion, completely. Like they think Patreon is a membership. Uh, Mm -hmm. They think YouTube community tab is a membership uh, or YouTube memberships is a membership uh, where they're more of like a bit of a donation feature. A true Mm -hmm. membership has a community, right? Where you can, you can meet the other people. You have a, you have a membership, right? Like where I can meet if I'm part of your membership, I can meet you of course, and have access to the thought leader, but I can also meet other people like me that are in your membership, and that has a lot of value, and that will keep me uh, paying each month because I want to. I want to stay part of the club, right? So I want to stay in yeah. that, you know, in that in that group. So, um,
0: so they yeah, they, those are they, the come they, came, they come for you. They come. They come for you to create the thought leader and they the stay for the community. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, that's right.
1: Idea. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Any, exactly. Any other, exactly.
0: Like one, one big challenge. I guess there are two big challenges with, with memberships. One is that you need to maintain your membership, right? So you can solve that mm-hmm. by uh, hiring a community manager or having a, having a partner who runs it for you. Um, or by just having a really engaging community, I guess, that creates content for you. Yeah. Anything yeah. you can say yeah. about that? I mean, we, we do that. Like with our inner circle, we have about like the 30 members um, we have a WhatsApp group for the 30 members. Mm-hmm. I think that WhatsApp group, by the way, is a pretty good option for smaller groups, right? Very intimate. Um, and we have lots of interesting conversations almost every day. So and once per week, we have a newsletter. And the way we, we, how we create that newsletter is basically we go to that WhatsApp group. We look at the messages that I I, I added that fire emoji to. See what I mean? Um, and we turn it into an article. Sometimes I add some of my own thoughts. But that's something else that you can do when you host uh, a membership community, right? It can, if it's good and engaged, it can create content for you. Any any examples you can?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, the community. So one one answer is that, yes. You can hire a community manager. Uh, I mean, you're talking to the right guy. I'm, I'm the head of partnerships and I also oversee community. I'm not the community manager anymore. I used to be um, in my early days here at Ustream, but we now have Adair who's our community manager, but there there is going to be an aspect of community where in the beginning um you do have to start it yourself. You have to start the conversations, you know. It's it's like um I always tell people it's kind of like having uh you know a, a party at your home, right? You know, you, you invite a bunch of, you know, um a bunch of your friends that you know, but to each other, they're strangers. So you have to say, Hey, Yance, nice. Thanks for coming yeah. to the party. You should meet Matt. I think you guys, you know, have a lot to talk about. You're in the same industry, so-and-so. And then they start talking. And then eventually the, the community will start, you know, um, start conversations on their own and you can start, you know, stepping back. Um, and as you do that, Now, one of the things that you can do is you can have uh, moderators or ambassadors within your community, right? And so these are people that are just really active, just really love the community, Um, and you can incentivize them maybe with a free membership, you know, you comp their membership and in turn, they hang out in your, uh, you know, they they moderate your your group while you're not there, that sort of thing. Um, But yeah, I mean, the community eventually becomes like this really rich source of, Uh, feedback, of ideas. Um, You know, they could give you a lot of um, input into what's the next product that you may want to build? What's the next thing that you want to do? You know, because they're really bought in. They really want to see you succeed. You know, they're really, they're invested in you each month. So, yeah.
0: Cool. Let's go, let's go back to the, I don't think it was the first question, but one of the first questions (laughs) I had was, um, how can creators decide whether they need a membership or a cause? and actually today i i published an article on on my linkedin so what i'm going to do here is i'm going to i'm going to read it at least part of it yeah. and then i'm going to sure. ask you i'm going to ask you for your opinion right i think this could be an interesting uh, yeah, interesting yeah, to yeah, get yeah, your sure. feedback on this so uh, first of all communities are a big thing now um but Membership communities, but membership also comes with a few cons, right? So you need to keep your members engaged. Um, average customer value can be low, right? If you sell a, a one of course for $500, you know that you're going to make $500. Um, whereas if you sell a membership, it might be $37, but it could be that the member leaves after a few months like if they only stay for four months on average then in the end yeah you're not making as much money as you would with the course maybe the conversion is higher but okay that's another thing i hope that the listeners right. see my point here right so you don't get any big um, payments up front so who should go for memberships who should go for courses i think this is a, a um I have a good example here so there's there's Amy Wong, right? This Fitness Influence mm-hmm. that we're working with. She gives all her content away for free on YouTube. Like wow. if you want to do a workout, all the workouts are there. There's, there's challenges. She also has a website where she has like organized all the workouts into challenges. All the information is already there. So I think in that case, it does not make sense to sell a course, to sell more information because everything is already there. Yeah. What you need to sell is implementation, right? And when it comes to fitness, implementation basically comes down to accountability. So we ran a survey for her, for her audience. We created like a habit tracker. We gave that away, got that email, sent people to a survey. Um, we asked them, hey, we're thinking about, are we thinking about launching something. What would you like? Everybody is saying we want accountability, right? So I think that's a great example for um, I think in that case, communities could Oh, it should definitely be a membership and not a course, right? Other example. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reading here. If you're teaching a money-making skill like trading stocks or building a YouTube channel, you typically don't want to share all your secrets in a cheap membership. In that case, it might make more sense to charge a high price up front, right? Because you're giving away a big sh- secret. You help them to go from from zero to to one or from zero to solving that problem um, you will attract more students that are more serious put in the work, get better results and give better testimonials so these are, are two different uh, examples yeah. of, of these are examples of two different types of creator One for one, a cura- uh, sorry a membership could work best, another one a course do you agree, do you think that there's anything that, that I'm missing here, of course you can also do both but um, yeah, anything yeah. To, that, you have to, that you can add to that?
1: No, I love that. Yeah, I think this this is a really good takes. So, um, yeah, I agree with that. I think anything with memberships, anything where there's ongoing learning, like you yeah. said here, like for example, how to trade stocks or build YouTube channels, um, the membership model really works. Um, but like you said, you don't want to give everything because then they'll just intake. The thing is. Um, if, if the content is always changing, like if the industry is always changing, right? Like um, mm. YouTube, YouTube, you know, you're, you want to be a YouTube coach. Um, yeah. You could teach somebody something today and you can make a course yeah. today. Next year, yeah. it's probably, probably irrelevant. Like yeah. you need to update that course again. And yeah. so, yes, yeah, somebody could, you know, if somebody really wants to learn and be really kind of like... Having a membership allows you to continually. Hey guys, this week, this is what we're going to learn. This, you know, and there's a community. There's live stream element to it, live Q and A, live workshops um, as part of the membership, right? Then, then that works really well. Also, if it's something that it's always ongoing, you mentioned fitness with Emmy Wong. Um, that's that's always something. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> I can get in shape today, and if I don't keep it up next month. Two months, three months from now, I'm going to be back to where I was, and so having that accountability, that community, you know, that support, um, having a thought leader always talking, like, "Hey, reminding you, you're part of this," you know, um, you know, the membership model does help. Now, if if you're if there's a, I've have seen some uh, formats, yawns, where the you you can't get into this membership unless you go through this high ticket course first yeah so yeah, the high ticket yeah, yeah. course is the gate and yeah. then that prevent that that for a lot of different reasons one reason is like i want the the creator the thought leader wants everyone um in an even paid like even starting point like this is the basics yeah. of my program, I need everybody to go through this high ticket course. It could be two, three, four, five, ten thousand dollars um and then after that, then um I'll invite you into our membership into our inner circle, whatever you want to call it, and then that's a mm-hmm. continuous monthly recurring membership and so that's one model if you do want to protect your knowledge a little bit yeah. Um, yeah. and not give it away uh in a cheap membership
0: yeah yeah it also makes a lot of makes a lot of sense from a a, a business perspective right so first yeah. you charge the money up front so first you sell the the let's call it the, the secret the, the golden ticket and then on top of that you sell continuation right yeah so people come yeah. for you they come for the information then they stay for the community um That's right. of course you need to maintain that community and there's going to be some more operations but you know it might be <laughs> it might be worth it okay that was really interesting yeah, yeah. Um, the,
1: the- yeah, sorry, Jans. One thing I want to add to that with that model, yeah. what you can do since you have this really engaged membership after the high ticket course is that down the road, you may want and I know you do this as well is that you may want to do, um, you know, an in person weekend retreat. Yeah, you go to your membership, like, hey, this is not yeah. part of the membership. This is extra. So it's going to be another five, ten thousand $10,000. And we're all going to get together in person now. And so now those are very exclusive perks, right? It's not yeah. something you sell publicly. It's only to the members, right? And so, you know, that, that like, the only, the, the reason I'm saying that is that, you know, getting them to that monthly membership is not the end of their, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, value ladder, right? Russell yeah, Brunson, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinking here, there's, you can, you can, you can, you can sell high ticket coaching, one-on-one coaching outside of the group membership again, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but now you have this really engaged, you know, power buyer group uh, for yeah. your, for your products, yeah.
0: And, and it's, a, it's a great way to, to sell like in-person masterminds, for example, because right. like in our case, we, we run this community on, on WhatsApp, as I said, and we we, sold the, um, we promoted our in-person event a few months ago and didn't have to do any marketing, didn't even have to send out an email. It was just a text message, all right, Villa's booked 15 spots, here's the, here's, the, here's the landing page, we don't have the landing page, who wants to join? And, uh, yeah, within, I think it was within six hours, like all, <laughs> all the possible. Oh, it also wow, creates this, incredible. it also creates this FOMO, right? Because right. everybody sees, oh, I saw, oh, I saw, I know, I also want to, co- it wasn't uh. even our attention. <laughs> it wasn't even our, didn't even really think about it that way. But, um, I, wow. I guess, um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. It's a, it's a great way to, <laughs> to, to upsell because everybody, Hopefully by that stage know each other, right? So yep. if they see, oh, this person is going, I also want to go. Yeah. Um, and you don't even you don't even need to send out emails, um,
1: right? Right. That's it's it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so nice, right? It's it's uh, it's against everything that you hear out there, like oh, this long sales page and all this stuff. <laughs> like it's just a WhatsApp text. Like that's incredible, Yance.
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, long sales sales pages can can. You know, sometimes they're necessary, right? But in this case, the only thing you need is an intimate group of people and you you send like a three-sentence message out there. Um, I guess the accumulation of everything that happened before that. Anyway, um, maybe one final question. What do you think about uh, Patreon? Uh, Sorry, no, I mean mean Discord. You hear more and more creators, especially the younger generation. By younger generation, I mean people who are in their early 20s, maybe mid-20s. Um, they're not really collecting emails and start sending people mm-hmm. to a, a discord server and, and maybe upsell people from, from there any experience any any anything you've heard about like is it worthwhile creating a launching a discord server
1: um <laughs> as actually as you were saying last question I thought you were going to ask me about like be real or pinterest or something <laughs> I was like really nervous <laughs> for a second I was like oh what's you going to no, ask me no, about
0: no, I, I don't know anything <laughs> about that either
1: good 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 um yeah no discord um yeah i mean i'm part of uh, i'm part of a number of you know being in this space there's every you know most creators gamers um you know stuff like that they they gravitate to discord i think discord's done a really good job to make it it's like the it's like the cool version of slack right <laughs> um mm-hmm. you know for for the younger generation um I I don't know. I mean, it really depends on what you're looking to do. It's similar to, like, the conversation between courses and memberships. It's like, you know, you can have maybe a Discord where, I've seen this also, is like there is a um, public Discord for just your community, your fans, you know, and you're not there that often. You maybe have a couple of moderators. I've seen this with larger creators. Um, but if you really want to get into sort of, like, be, you know, on the inside you know for a paid community there's it's a separate community it's it's, it's yeah. behind something else behind a paywall um but discord is sort of like like some communities i've seen some communities that are more open like facebook groups discord that sort of thing they're kind of like the new newsletter list right it's like the mm. new email list kind of like okay like, mm. join my discord versus join my newsletter. Um, and it's like where, yeah, you're, you're providing value, but essentially it's like a place where like, Hey, by the way, this month, you know, if you want to join our, um, you know, uh, live workshop behind a paywall, then you yeah. go to this, you go to your community in discord or Facebook groups and you promote it that way. Um, it's, so that's kind of like the new email list, but, um, I don't know. I always get really nervous nowadays if, you know, when you're not collecting emails, like as, as old school as it is, like if you're not collecting emails, yeah. Very dangerous, right? Like if all you have I mean, is a YouTube channel and like no email list, like you're, you're. It's very dangerous.
0: Yeah, I mean, with the businesses we work, we we track where sales come from, right? And it it's yeah. still yeah. like fifty to eighty percent, maybe eighty five percent, still comes from email. So yeah. you know, whenever I hear about Discord instead of a mailing list or like WhatsApp newsletter instead of an email newsletter, um. Yeah interesting ideas i've just never seen it work maybe i'm missing something maybe i'm not talking to the right people so that's why i asked maybe you've heard maybe you know something that i don't know but um
1: i agree with you i agree
0: with you okay well then we're gonna gonna keep an eye on it for now we just stick to the mailing list i guess um rob really nice to talk to you on the podcast here i'm looking forward to the interview that we're gonna do on your podcast um Give us a shout out for your own stuff. Where can people find you? You have a YouTube channel, you have a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You work for your uh, screen. Where yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> where should people go? Um, yeah, if you want, just go check out USCreen.tv, That's where we're at. If you want to learn more about uScreen and, you know, building your membership. Uh, for me, uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty active, just like Jan's on LinkedIn um, pretty regularly, Monday to Friday, you know, when I'm working, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. So just look up my name, copy and paste my name. I've got a very long last name. I'm sure you'll have a typo if you try to spell it out. Um, yeah. And you'll find me there. I'm also on YouTube. I have a personal channel there as well. And my podcast, which Jan's going to to be joining me on it's called uh, coffee with creators and um similar to this we we just talk about the creator economy and how creators can build businesses so uh yeah thanks for having me on this has been really fun all
0: right thanks for listening and if you know any other youtube creators instagram creators doesn't matter as long as they are in education they teach something online and if they have the ambition to create online courses maybe they already have online courses then send them to this podcast because the more people listen, the more motivated I will be to create interesting content. Uh, the more power we will have to get influential guests on the show. And uh, yeah, that's also going be- to benefit you. So let them know. Send them to the Creator Smarts Podcast. Thanks.